Believers, and welcome to another episode of Branding for Believers, the podcast that equips entrepreneurs and influencers with the faith and the tools to believe bigger in their dreams. I'm Dr. Shantae, and I want to welcome you to another episode. And for this episode in particular, I want to talk about image and branding and the way that we present ourselves to the world. And so I could not think of a better guest than Miss Samantha Thomas. Samantha is an Emmy-winning producer, and she has a wellspring of experience. She has her own web series, Small Talk for You. Samantha, welcome to Branding for Believers. Thank you so much for having me on Branding for Believers. I'm excited. The reason why I wanted us to connect and why I wanted you to talk to my listeners is because branding in a great deal is all about what you put out in front. So what it is that people see. And a lot of times we make evaluations about people based on the image that they project. But what we don't see is some of that hard work and some of that grind that goes on behind the scenes. And so I thought that you were the perfect person to be able to speak to some of that behind the scenes journey that a lot of Mm -hmm. us don't see, especially when, you know, they hear things like, oh, you're an Emmy winning producer. They make all kinds of assumptions about what that means for your life and and for your brand. But. Right. I'm sure that it hasn't always been the easiest road. And so I would like for you to take us to a time during your journey where you had to exercise some real faith because it's very hard to break into that industry. Um, Take us to Mm -hmm. a moment where you had to make a decision as to whether or not this was something that you were really going to pursue or whether or not you were going to go a different route. Well, the whole concept for small talk. Small Talk is my web series um, that I created um, just a year ago in 2014. And I came to the point of really wanting to start that at a crossroads in my career, being behind the scenes in television news for 10 years and going on to produce um, a food show here in Chicago, Chicago Best on WGN. I had two things that I was juggling along with an Emmy Award, which meant that I had reached like a pinnacle in my career. So it was much expected. And, you know, we all know the saying, so how much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I needed to do something else. I had grown tired of being behind the scenes and wanting to do more on camera work, which was more of my passion. I could write, which is the big bulk of a producer, but I did, did want to do exercising my gift, which I, which I know now is speaking. So coming from behind the scenes and, and really jumping out, doing that out, I had, um, like I said, the news experience as well as producing food shows. So I married those two worlds together and just came up with an idea to talk to people in a setting. And, you know, most of con- the best conversations I believe are had over food. So that's where small talk came from. And I really just jumped out, just jumped out there. I had like a, a like I, I didn't even have like a big safety net. And I think that um that that's a true mark of a entrepreneur taking risks, you jump out and then you look for the net, you know, and I'm sure you can attest to that <laughs> yes. too, Shantae. Yeah, you, you just jump out there and then it's like, okay, the net. And I knew that it, it was like a now or never type of thing. And I always say, I want to look back on my life when I'm like in my retirement age and say, look at what I did versus I wish I would have did this. So that's what, you know, really was, was my, my, my point. I knew I wanted to, and it was like now or never, just try it and just try it and see. For a lot of people, when you win awards and get accolades and things like that, that's where a lot of people stop. You know, where you, like you said, for you, that was kind of the pinnacle in your industry is to get something like that, to get that level of recognition. And some people Mm -hmm. just kind of coast from there. But you said that's not enough. 
that's not enough. No, it wasn't. It, it's, it's one thing to be behind the scenes doing this, but I know that I have more to give. And so you didn't stay in your comfort zone. You jumped out there. So I appreciate that. So let's fast forward a little bit and talk about the confirmation that you got that this was the right thing to do. Because as you said, you jumped out there. There was no net. There were no guarantees. What was the mm-hmm. moment when you realized, I'm so glad that I did this. I'm so glad that I made this leap. You know, when I started noticing that people really paid attention to it, um, and I don't do things for people, I do it for myself, but it was like the confirmation was, okay, Samantha, we're interested in this. Like, what are you doing? This is fun. And when I would go to different places, I'm like, who would really care about seeing me do what I love to do? But at the same time, I didn't really care. I was just out there, putting myself out there. And once I started putting myself out there and getting the feelers back, it's like, oh, okay, this can really do something. You know, I'm never trying to reinvent the wheel with anything. I, I, I think I'm thankful for those who have paved the way. I eat the Oprah's, you know, even the um, the Barbara Walters, you know, the Whoopi Goldberg's and the Cherry Shepherds. I'm, I'm grateful for those ladies that have paved the way. And I, I knew that it was something that was sick when, you know, I, I'll say to Shantae, I'm so in my element. And it just came as a second nature to me when I would get in front of someone I just have conversations, you know, it is second nature. And I knew that that was the right thing for me to do when I can just sit and talk to somebody and really get them to relax with me. When you find something and when you're in your groove, it's no speed bumps. You smooth sailing, smooth sailing when you're in your element. And I knew that I was in my element when I would get in front of that camera and just start talking to people. That's that. That's when I knew that this is what I need to be doing. You know what I appreciate about that is something that you said. You said, I don't do things for people. And that's not to suggest that your viewers and the audience isn't important. But from the perspective of you created this web series from what you enjoy, from what gives you life, you know, what gives you energy, because too often a lot of entrepreneurs will jump out there thinking, okay, what's going to make the most money? What's going to get, you know, some some real traction? And they really don't have any enthusiasm about it. It it really becomes another nine to five. It really becomes another job. And very few people can say so that, that when they get out there, that they really enjoy it, that they feel like they get to go to work instead of feeling like, oh, I have to go to work. I got exactly. So, I always say if you're chasing a dime, you're wasting your time, you know, especially being an, you know, being an <laughs> entrepreneur. <laughs> I mean, and that's so true. You chasing it, it, it's not going to work for you because every day if you're looking for a paycheck, jumping out there doing what you're passionate about, it's, it's not going to come overnight. You know, I've had some days where I'm like, I quit every day for like a whole month straight. I'm like, okay, I can't do it. I can't. I did. I mean, it's just it's being transparent. But when you know that your purpose is bigger than just you and that eventually it can make another person say, I can do this. Oh, I can do this because, you know, you know what, what Samantha did this. and Or I watch people and that has fueled me. So seriously, that, that chasing that dime, seriously, you're wasting your time. And, and and it becomes another nine to five, another rat race in your life. And I knew that I didn't want another rat race career in my lifetime. I love that. So believers, you heard that. If you're chasing the dime, you're wasting your time. You can go ahead and tweet that out and, get, <laughs> and, and tag Samantha in it. I, I will make sure I include that in the branding for this episode. Um, but, but what you're saying is so true. It's you made a decision that this is how Samantha wants to show up in the world. I'm not doing this for awards, 
for applause, for accolades, but this is who I want to be. I want to show up intentionally for this audience and deliver this type of value and have this kind of fun. And no one gave you permission to do that. You just stepped out there and said, this is what I want to do and this is who I want to be. Yes, yes. And, 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 you know, that's why I appreciate you so much, because even with with your conference, the DYLB Design Your Own Brand, that's essentially what makes you great when you can really just design it and have a blueprint. And, you know, I wrote down, of course, a business plan. I came up with a concept of small talk riding in a car on a road trip. And when you can just jump out there and just really do what you love to do, you just feel fulfilled, even if you don't make it to that level that you want to. You feel good. You feel accomplished in, in, in some way because you tried. You know, failure is when you don't try. And I try. I agree. And and living with regret, a lot of us have encountered people in our lives who are bitter, who are jaded, mm-hmm. who are cynical, because once upon a time they did have dreams and they allowed fear or excuses or other things to just pile up and decided, oh, well. And when you don't live your life's purpose, it changes you. It it changes you. When you keep sweeping it under the rug and keep sweeping it under the rug and keep denying it, eventually that's going to change you. And and what I've seen, it doesn't change you for the better. It actually makes you bitter in a lot of ways. Exactly. So and I think that your problem always follows you wherever you go. It'll follow you. I agree. I, I 100% agree. So let's talk about your connection to belief. And so when you think about what you're doing and the platform that you're building and the success that you've had, and you just said it, I quit every day for like a whole month, just like forget this, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. because because we do have those days. That's just real. So my question is, especially for our, our listeners who have those days and have had some months like, you know what, forget this. Where do you find your connection to belief? Where do you find the fuel to keep going when you just really are discouraged? I have to totally, it's God. It is God that keeps me going every day. I say, if God woke you up, you got some more work to do. If you're breathing in the morning, you got some more work to do. And, you know, it's my faith. I really relied on my faith. And I, I come from a Christian household and I just know that God just has a purpose for my life. And as much as sometimes I, I would get upset with God, I really would at, at certain points, but I would always know that I was chosen to do something. So it's really just me, just my, my faith and my, my family, the supportive parts of my family, because you know, everybody don't support you. This is true. All the time in your family. <laughs> so you got, got to get the right ones in your family. And my, my mom has just really been my biggest supporter, even when I didn't believe in myself. My mom did. And, you know, I have um, my, my sister and my grandmother. They really are like my backbones and just really just pushing me to, to always do my best. So faith and family, again, faith and the supportive family. And since I was a kid, my family has always supported me, even in my little stage plays or not my little stage plays, but my stage plays and everything I would do in pageants in college. My family was always there. And I just know that if you got to have a good team just to, to kind of even push you up to where they know that you can be too, but really faith family and a few good friends have really kept me going. Thank you for that. Um, mm-hmm. Something that, that I take away from what you just said is this notion that it's bigger than you. And this is something that, that I push my community on all the time, that it's not about you. 
you knew that that God had called you to do something bigger. You knew that you had a purpose above and beyond Samantha. And you actually remind me a little bit of the prophet Jeremiah in the Bible because he had quit every other chapter. He was like, forget this. I'm done with these people. Because what a lot of people don't know is that Jeremiah, he never converted one person. The entire length of his ministry, he always struggled with the people. And when he said, I'm done with this, um, I give up. He said he kept going because it was like fire shut up in his bones. He just knew he could yes. sit on what God had given him. And that's what I hear coming through your testimony is that, you know, even during the times where you wanted to quit, it was just like, no, I can't sit on this. I know that I'm, I'm destined for more and just keep trusting and believing that it's going to happen. Wow. And, and, and that's amazing that you used the uh, prophet Jeremiah reference with me because for a while I would let. And then this is just being a transparent again. Fear stopped me. It paralyzed me for a good five minutes because mm. I'm like, well, what if and, and what would and what would and, and, and why not? Those what ifs and all those turned into why not? And, you know, I I just know it's, it's, it's a reason why I'm still here. And it's a reason why I get up and breathe every day. And so while I'm breathing, we're going to have some small talk. I heard that. Mm-hmm. And that's another tweetable. <laughs> that's another tweetable believers. Uh <laughs> Turn your what ifs into why nots. Yes. (laughs) And make sure you tag Samantha. So love it. Last question, you know, is a call to believe. So we do have many listeners who are out there who have been discouraged and are struggling. If you had just a couple of minutes with someone who said, Samantha, I don't know. You know, I, I, it's not getting the traction I want. And some days I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and I'm overwhelmed. What advice would you give to other entrepreneurs who are are struggling to keep their dreams afloat? Just keep going. I would say totally keep going. Um, And when you feel stagnant, when you want to stop, always know that success is right around the corner. And I think that when it starts getting real, real hard on you, when it feels like, okay, I'm ready to quit, something good happens. And so if you quit, then, you know, you, you, you lost. So I would just say, honestly, just keep going. Keep going. Seriously, just keep going every day when you wake up. Do one thing that brings you closer to the goal of where you want to be. Totally. I, I, I think that's just my biggest thing is to tell people to keep going and find out what it is that you really want to do. Because, you know, Chantel, we have a lot of um, people that wear so many hats mm-hmm. that they really are all over the place. So streamline your focus. Figure out that one thing that you want to do. Water that one thing and the other things will grow. You know, stop trying to be all over the place. Focus on that one thing. Let that grow. Streamline your focus and keep going. No, I appreciate that because you're absolutely right. Part of what makes entrepreneurship so challenging is that you try to be the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. You're trying to be in front of the camera and you're trying to be behind the camera. You're trying to post a blog up and you're trying to get uh, figure out code so that you can get your website the way you want it to be. And it's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Let's just stop and and look at, okay, what's one thing that I can manage? What's one thing that I can handle? And let me look at my support system and see who I can start to delegate some of this other work to so that you can really feel like you're getting some momentum and starting to build some steam behind that one thing. Another thing that that you mentioned is about the the perseverance aspect. Keep going. Uh, There's this famous quote that if you're going through hell, keep going. <laughs> you know, if yeah. you're, you're going to come out on the other side. And one thing that I would, would add to that is 
oftentimes when you are struggling to, to reach your dreams, Zig Ziglar said the best way to accomplish your dreams is to help somebody else reach there. Mm-hmm. And so I think also getting away from that isolated, all by yourself, having a pity party and start getting out there and connecting with other people to help them move their brands forward. Because when you do that type of work and you see the impact that it has, it really inspires you. And that's why I appreciate you so much, because even even at the platform you're on, and I, and I, I can honestly say there have been times I didn't want to go to things or have been feeling away. You know, like I said, that whole month where I quit every day. Mm-hmm. But it, it was it was those times it, it were those times when I pushed myself to go somewhere that I walked away being a mentor to someone or someone really saying that they admired me. And that right there kept me going. So like if you said, get out of that isolation pity party, get yourself out there, put on your face and keep it moving and keep, it you know, moving. just. Keep it going. Keep it moving. Last question. As far as resources go, are there any books that you've read or maybe an app that you use that you feel would be helpful to people that are trying to build their platform or grow their business? One of my favorite books that was given to me by, given to me by my news director in Las Vegas while I was producing there. It's um, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Mm, that's and a popular one. Yes. And, and to me, and I, I got off the plane and it's so ironic. I was, I took a selfie at Midway. I just came back from out of town and, and the number seven was behind me. So this, the book that I love, seven habits of highly successful people and the number seven being behind me and like a random selfie that I took that number right there, you know, the number seven is completion. Mm-hmm. So to me, that book, it really, he gave it to me. I believe I was 26. And at the point when I got, it, I was just at one of those, like I knew, I thought I knew everything phases in my life. Mm-hmm. But when I actually sat down and read that book, it, it just put a lot of stuff into perspective for me, which, caused another read again at the beginning of this year so i think that's a great book and um if you have like some favorite scriptures i'm always i'm a big big believer i I love the bible as much as you can dive into it but you know if that's not your flavor the seven habits um it's a great book to read and that number seven follows me in my life so it's the things that you know god is working out some completion in me i love it Well, thank you so much, Samantha. Do you want to tell our listeners what's next for you and where they can find you and follow up and and have some small talk with you? Yes, you can actually um, follow me. I'm on Instagram at talk, the number two, Samantha. That's talk, T-A-L-K, the number two, Samantha. And also on Periscope, talk to Samantha underscore. And that's also my Twitter page. And my website is smalltalkforyou.com. That's smalltalk, the number four, letter U.com. And you can catch me, hashtag smalltalkaroundtown at one of your favorite places sometimes, hanging out around the city. And also um, some great things are coming up for Small Talk. I am super excited about some new and exciting fun things. So just stay connected to me. Again, talk to Samantha and smalltalkforyou.com. I love it. And I will be sure to put those things in the show notes. So believers, I hope that that was valuable for you. Even when you win the awards and the accolades, it doesn't mean that your work is done. If you have a purpose above and beyond shiny trinkets sitting on your desk, then by all means move forward. And I believe that Samantha is a great example of that. Thank you guys for listening and I will see you all next time.